Hi, this is Zach. And this is Patrick. And welcome to Pipecast. Where we pipe up for pipes and pipe down for what? Well, we're back at it now. In the old fabled garage of tobacco. Mm-hmm. In the red seats today. Ooh. We're always in the red seats, but... Oh, a red seat. We added a red stool. Yeah, yeah, we got a third, third we body. A, we got a third member of another organization in the house. We have one half of the DIY metal guys, Mr. Dan. How you doing? How's it going? Good to be here. Dan's going to be participating in a little talk and smoke today on our uh, this is our sixth episode, isn't it? Seventh. Six. Sixth well, episode. it's seventh total, but sixth official. So. Here on number six, okay, I thought we'd spice it up a little bit and bring in someone extra, add a little flair to the conversation. So, Google housekeeping. Uh, what are you smoking today, Patrick? I got some plum pudding. Felt like a plum pudding kind of day. And my dairy rusticated at Peterson. There you go. How about you? I'm smoking uh, Esotericas and Soda Bed in my uh, oh, nice. reverse calabash strawberry mirror what we call it, a little fucking little strawberry because it's got a, a nice, uh, what is that called? Uh, like lattice? Lattice work, yes, thank you. Oh, I was going to say radish work. That's not right <laughs> at all. <laughs> but yeah, nice little English blend. And what about you, Dan? We got you set up with a pipe today. Yeah, I got this nice um, skull meerschaum pipe. Mm-hmm. Smoking some provided rat trays, red wrappery. Keep it. Extra metal today. That's right. Extra metal. That skull meerschaum. Yeah, well, this has a great aftertaste. Yeah, it's I really like good. That red wrapper is really good. It's like English with mm. a little, little bit of a Cavendish added in thrown on top of it. <clears throat> it's kind of a light all day smoker. That's it's really, what I was Yeah, it's really good. It's like, especially with it being a little chilly outside mm. since it turned mm. cold today. Mm-hmm. Like you found out something about it. It just yeah. goes yeah, perfect with the weather change. It's got a great tin note. Weather's just absolute garbage. We talk about the weather too much, but it is still garbage. It's been garbage for two months. Yeah. Alabama's not even Alabama anymore. It's more like Atlantis or something. <laughs> yeah, it pretty <laughs> much is. Underwater. It pretty much is. The search for Atlantis, where you found it. Mm-hmm. But, uh... <laughs> but, yeah, we got Dan on today because, uh... Old uh, Cascadian Piper on Instagram, he posted something uh, maybe a week or so ago mm-hmm. where he was listening to uh, a metal album, mm-hmm. and it was uh, like a Lovecraftian-themed metal album. And as you know, we talk about Lovecraft a pretty good bit on the show. But so I sent it over to Dan, knowing you know that they get that the DIY metal guys up and running, so figured it'd be something he'd like to look into and a good way to bring him on and we'll talk about it. Yeah, I'd actually never really listened to that band that, that, he, that he was listening to that you sent over. Um, mm-hmm. I'd heard of them, but never really listened to them. They're called Sulfur Aeon, if I'm saying that right. Mm-hmm. They're a German, like, <clears throat> I'd call them like a melodic black metal band, mm-hmm. or like a maybe even a, a, a black and a death metal band. <laughs> mm-hmm. <They're>, uh, <clears throat> They're pretty good if you're into that kind of music, though. Like, it, it's very atmospheric, very uh, Lovecraft. You know, I don't know a whole lot about H.P. Like, Lovecraft, but a little bit more on the cosmic side, a little bit dark. Right. I like kind of infinite universe, 
you are minuscule. It pretty much sets itself up to be a part of the black metal movement. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's that way. That's probably why so many bands like do those you mm-hmm. know type songs. But just from my research, I don't listen to a lot of like black metal. Mm-hmm. I do some, but I don't listen to a whole lot of it. I think kind of got to have a specific taste for it. And they're not black metal necessarily, but they have some elements. You know, yeah. Elements of black metal for sure. But uh, their uh, their theme was definitely the only band I've ever listened to that is completely Lovecraft. Yeah. You know, yeah. every song. It's really, it's actually really good. I, I didn't listen to the album that, I did listen to the album that you sent me, yeah. Patrick, but it was only available on YouTube or something for some reason. So. Oh, okay. So, like, no Bandcamp, no nothing? No, like, I tried getting them on Spotify, like, uh, iTunes. It wasn't even on Napster. Really? Oh. But you did find a new one. I did find their new one that just oh. came out last December, or this past December, called, uh, what was the name of it? Uh, that's slipping my mind now. I'd have to look it up. But uh, <clears throat> it just came out uh, this past December. It's uh, pretty good, though. I mean, if you're into that type of music, it's for a for a, uh, a German band on a German label, very well produced. Oh, really? I mean... I'm not saying that German bands can't can't be produced well. Yeah. Just, well, in uh, in the metal genre, what is like the what country? I guess is the epitome of of what black metal. Well, yeah, I guess black, black metal. metal. You're looking at like Sweden and like Ghost. Like yeah, Ghost is from Sweden. They are, but that what are they? What 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 genre are they? Because I do like them a lot. I, I usually refer to them as a metal band, yeah. But they're me- like a metal band in the classic sense of like Black Sabbath. Oh, in my opinion. Man, I like I like Ghost. Yeah, they're good. I hate that I missed them. They came to Atlanta not too long ago. Mm. Tickets were like eighty bucks a pop though. Well, that's about how much. That's about how much I pay for ODMB. Mm. Yeah, <clears throat> I know. But, I know for a fact that they were that because I looked up the ticket prices. For ghosts? Yeah. Where you want to go? No. But I just was curious. <laughs> Were you wanting to give me a Christmas present? Uh, I was thinking about doing some bonuses, like a Christmas bonus for the team yeah. of IC, so I looked up. And go to see Ghost as a Christmas You and Justin are what I was going to hand off the tickets to. I don't think he likes Ghost. And then I was going to give David a bottle of tequila. Dude, I'd have been so mad if you are like, here you go, Justin. And yeah. And then, go uh, see, and then go I was going to give uh, Brad a bottle of bourbon. So that was what oh, I was yeah. looking at as yeah. far as Christmas. Uh, like something to do for the team. That's and, pretty uh, funny. But I was hoping to keep it within like a $40, $50 range. And then like when I saw like it was like 100 bucks a pop, I was like, man, I can't afford this. Surely that was... Surely that was like VIP or what was left or no, something. Because most of the time, most of the time when you go see a metal or a rock show, depending, but like like a higher end metal act or rock act, like I went mm-hmm. and saw Avenged Sevenfold um, a little over a year ago. Mm-hmm. Those tickets were like sixty bucks. What when um, you saying? Uh, Greta Van Fleet's really, really, really expensive. Like too expensive yeah. for where they are now. Well. Yeah, they're they're pretty big though. I mean, I mean they are. They're big. Like people like them. I think that's why they can. You, people are willing to pay the price because capitalism, baby. Well, <laughs> they uh, <laughs> they're hitting like this note that people have been missing for yeah. forty years. You know. I mean, oh yeah. I've seen them. I saw them once in Huntsville a couple years back. But that actually, was a fiasco. I, I wasn't like, going to be able to make it because I had a work conference to go to. 
So I sold the tickets to Zach. But I didn't pay you for them, and we didn't transfer them that's yet. Right. But I was like, that's fine. I'll get it to you when I can. Yeah, I was just going to give them to you. Then they canceled the conference, and I was like, well, I didn't really pay you for them anyway. <laughs> and we didn't know? transition them or nothing. So, uh-huh. just, so I just went. Yeah, I saw them uh, in this little bitty place. Like, Was that the it rail side, track? Side, side tracks? tracks? Yeah. yeah. I saw them over there, and that's a small place. It's small, but I, I do like it. It's pretty, yeah, it's nice. I saw CBDB there. I've seen uh, one of our coworkers has a band. I went and saw his band play there, and, mm. and uh, I went and saw, actually, the only reason I saw this band was because they opened for them, but Hawthorne Heights was there. Oh. They're not metal, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm. I know that Unknown Fencing is coming there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I want to go see it. How much is, how much is, is that those? sidetracked? 15 bucks, I think. When is it? I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Unknown Handsome. Foggy Wenders. If you guys like gothic rockabilly with like a twist of country rock, like then you'd definitely want to see Unknown Handsome. Did you? Well, uh, did you ever listen to that band that I sent you? Was that? That, uh, uh, was it The Dead? I don't know. I didn't listen to that one. The only thing I've listened to that you've sent me lately and I say lately as in like the last six months was like that Goblopocalypse or whatever it's what called. What are you talking, Nick or Goblicon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is that? I don't goblin know. metal, bro. <laughs> goblin it's, like, metal. it's got a goblin as the front man. Oh, it's so it, good. It's what so strange. Crap. So good. I watched all their videos. It's just, it's <laughs> just you... this dude in a goblin costume just running around trying to be like a human. <laughs> Did you watch? He has a, uh, he actually has like a talk show that he does called Right Now with John Goblicon. It's hilarious. It's on YouTube. What is this, a token version of Slipknot? Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're hitting all kinds of stuff. So you, you have Lovecraft Metal, and that band was called what again? Necrogoblicon? No, no, no. The Lovecraft one. Oh, oh Sulfur Aeon. So Sulfur Aeon. Mm-hmm. Then you have Fantasy Metal, which is Necrogoblicon. <laughs> <laughs> then you have metal. like uh, Classic Metal. Uh, in the tradition of Sabbath, like with a twist of black metal, like showmanship, which would be Ghost. Dope. What are you talking about? What was They're that like, band I told you to listen to that one time? Uh, it was like straight from the bowels of hell. Wait, you're not talking about the one that was made up of all <laughs> yeah, the uh, yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. <laughs> the one that had all like the the victims of like torture and stuff screaming in the background. What? So it was like a real recording of that. I will. Uh, I will First, let me find you, the band name. We were talk. We were talking about it. They're not. It's like it's not music. It's oh, it's just that. Yeah, it's what some people call art. <laughs> not Zach. <laughs> like I wouldn't call it. So art. wait. So Zach, Zach showed it to you, or you showed it to? He Zach? showed it to me. I was oh, like, God. I was talking about some stuff I was listening to. He's like, oh yeah, let me show you this. And he sent it to me. I was like, dude, it's ten o'clock at night, and how am I supposed to listen to this when it's this dark outside? I think I just, I mean, I just said you're welcome. <laughs> So let's see here. It is they're called Gulag, oh, and uh, that's oh. the most German thing ever. And it's or Russian, um, man. or Russian. I'm not yeah, I guess it's so. Like, yeah. what is the? Do they have Hard a band? <laughs> I get them confused all the time. And they used to be called Stalag, actually, but like uh, that's German, isn't it? I think so. I don't, and I yeah, think the I, band, I can't remember exactly what the album's called. All I know is that it's the it's. Oh, this is so you guys. Buckle up because it's getting wild. But it's a uh, called uh, it's a uh, they made them the album using the screams of mental patients, rape victims, and kids oh that my had God. been like sexually it's, abused. And it's just it's literally disturbing. like 
it's music with ambiance screaming and like the article that I read about it. It sounds like um, it sounds like chain like not even chainsaws. It sounds like like a, a table saw cutting metal. Yeah, the and they only described it as like what hell would sound like. That's what two people described it as, because it's literally just like I mean, like they described. I think hell and revelation as like the gnashing of teeth and gnawing mm-hmm. of tongues. Yeah, it yeah. is very similar to that. Yeah. There's uh, there's some controversy. Speaking of that, that gnashing of teeth. Um, there's a popular song, I think it was a rap song, came out a couple years ago that you couldn't understand the very beginning song. It was like really high pitched, and it comes out. Come to find out, that's what they were singing was that that verse. So it was like very controversial. Mm. People were like, oh, "Is a rap song?" Yeah, it was, I want to say it was a Kanye West song. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Sounds Kanye-ish, I guess. The one other thing I wanted to say about that Gulag is that their album cover was the last image a, a schizophrenic person drew, and it was the face that would come to him at night, and then I think he, he ended his life. So yeah. kind oh. of a creepy image. It was that Lamborghini Mercy song. Oh. Kanye West with... Push a two and two chains. That sort of makes me think of there's this podcast called uh, The Black Tapes, and they sort of dive dive into something like that. It's it's a like a what they call them a docudrama, like it's like fake, but it's played like it's real. Kind of like S Town was. Well, S Town was kind of based yeah, on true story. Yeah, S Town was real. Like I mean, everything that happened in it was true. Okay. Um, uh, it was kind of like that Twitter channel I showed you at time. Yeah. Yeah, where they, it's sort of like you put on like a fictional kind of thing, but you play yeah. it real. Yeah. Uh, but Black Tapes is really good. Um, but they sort of dive into stuff like you're talking about, like the last thing a schizophrenic would see, because like they do, it's like a bunch of different cases that sort of tie up with each other. It's really weird, but it, it's cool. Uh, I, I wouldn't suggest that. Like just knowing that's what they use for their album art mm-hmm. is pretty like, creepy. <laughs> it's so. You know, it's they, crazy. And assume you assume that they got it legally. Legally, yeah. <laughs> but if you listen to it, you're like, "This is not legal." Well, didn't you and I like look something up on that? He was legal. talking about yeah. One of the band members had like a relative or something mm-hmm. that was maybe. Oh. Yeah, but I think they just came in and just recorded. I would imagine <laughs> there's no way this. <laughs> hey, uh, you guys. Uh, there's no way you can make an <laughs> art project from the suffering of others, like especially if it's a state-run organization. There's no way. Yeah, but also it's Germany and or Russia. What is? You don't think that they're more locked down? I think they I don't know. Allow that I feel like they would so. be completely more locked down. You're talking like, about the people that like. If it was government sanctioned, they'd be all for it. Yeah. You think that they would? I don't know if they are. I'm just saying, if it was funded by the government, it'd be fine with them. I just can't imagine they would sanction something like that. The backlash could be so. Yeah, but it's also mm-hmm. something that's never gonna, like. Nobody, I'm, you're probably the only person that ever even listened to that album. Well, not even that. <laughs> I, like, the, like the nod of acceptance. <laughs> but it, it's not even that. It's really like if you, I know you're saying you can't, what did you say about the, the suffering of others? You can't do what off the suffering of others? What did you I say said I didn't think they would sanction art based off the suffering of but others. But see, uh, like, but like, like take. I probably didn't say that, but you'll re-listen to it. <laughs> well, well I, what I was going to say is, I mean, look. I'm you tomorrow. About I, it. Like, I, I mean, told you you said this. <laughs> I know what you said. But I, I'm thinking, like, what about people who have, like, painted uh, a historical rendering of the Trail of Tears? That's the, sort of the same thing. It's not as extreme, but it's, it still it's is. It's documenting history, though. It is. 
So this is, in a way, it's documenting the history of schizophrenic people. <laughs> but I guess what I'm saying is somebody made money well, off I the mean, suffering of others okay, in that sense. I suppose you're right. You could also like say that like uh, the person who was doing that is doing it as a, a in a memorial as opposed to a, a, a live recording <laughs> of a mental institution. Yeah, I mean, I, I know, I know, I'm with you, so to speak, but I'm trying to throw the other side. So I mean, like, it'd be different if someone was like, "Hold up, hold up, hold up." All right, yeah, you just bleed right there. I'm painting this. <laughs> I, oh, I agree. Right, good, I agree. collapsed. I'm just going to keep painting. And yeah. like, you wouldn't, you know, it today's society. I mean, I'm yeah. sure yeah. if there was, granted, I'm sure they wouldn't care during the Trail of Tears. But, I mean, that's what we're talking about. It's just yeah. like, stop right there, right there. No, well, no, no, keep sweating just like that. Well, that would be a thing. Like, what if some, you know, some person from back then just saw them pack up going down the road and they just stood there and started painting them? And like watched it happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it'd be very similar. Except mm-hmm. they're not the ones causing the suffering. People of course. take pictures during war. I think that yeah. the yeah. I think that the immediacy of of uh like well, considering all the laws, like how it would be in your face now, I think yeah. it's just completely. I don't think you can compare like yeah. someone doing a painting or rendering something horrible. That we consider actually horrible today. They didn't consider the Trail of Tears horror. Yeah, not at the time. At well, the time, I mean, yeah, I, mean, the, I don't think that. that were or else, if it was probably. so bad, yeah, like, well. I mean, if it was so bad to them, this was an awful thing. But if it was so bad to them, I don't think they would have, you know, pressed forward and just said, "No, we're going to ship you out to Oklahoma." Oh well. So I mean, I don't think taking photos or paintings. That I don't think the government would care. Mm. But if also now, is the gov- there's up. also the government pushing those people out too. You talking about yeah. tears? Old Hickory. Yeah. Old Hick. He's from right up the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, could you imagine? <laughs> I don't know why I laugh, but could you imagine <laughs> being a band that's like recording that and going, "Yep, just set up in the corner over here. We're gonna we're gonna get you screaming." Yep. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I guess mm. you, t- you, you went back to Gulag. Yeah. I thought you meant recording the Trail of Tears. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Step a little bit firmer in this gravel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I got to take a picture of this. Sound test is so weird. Then you see a James Cameron explosion in the background. <laughs> These moccasins are so quiet. <laughs> but it's not funny. Yeah. Uh, it's only funny in its absurdity. Yeah. But not. that is essentially the same thing. And it. And if anyone's upset about that, now think about what we're talking about. Someone literally record mental and schizophrenic patients screaming into nothing, and then they recorded it for an album. To make money. Right. It's, it, it is as absurd as doing something... I wouldn't even want to be there to do that. No. But then how do you consider, like, unless you're presenting it as, like, um, an audio art, how do you push that as being music or an art you know what i mean well the thing is it's like anything can be art yeah and art being that it is like so ultra subjective you know i mean like I, there's no way i can objectively like well i mean i'm sure there's wiggle room in there like technical like capture of sound or something like that there's probably some sort of mechanism that can measure it but ultimately you can't you can't 
objectively state that art is bad typically it's all subjective so it's just whatever critic decides and if the critic likes it you know the thing is is the real question is is like is it humane is it empathetic i think it's probably not does it have to be that to be art does it have no to be it, i don't suppose it does that's what i'm saying what but i mean at the same time it's like <clears throat> name me who's dealing in hitler paintings because they were there mm-hmm. but knowing the history of the man like do you buy them because you're a supremacist? Do you buy them because you don't yeah. want them on the market? Do you buy them because you're a historical collector? I mean, what, so you know, I mean, just like, there's a ton of reasons out there, but ultimately you're not buying them because he was a great artist. Just like, I don't think you're necessarily listening to the album other than it's a spectacle. Yeah. Which and, means that you're profiteering or making a spectacle out of something that not, isn't necessarily, yeah. like, uh, appropriate. Isn't, and, isn't appropriate. And the definition of art can still be there and it not be like humane, you know, like, you know, but yeah, I don't think I'll be listening to that band. It definitely has like some, there's some moments where you're just like, I don't know. It'd be hilarious if they're listening to it. Well, I mean, listen to us. Listen to us. And if you made it this far and you didn't stop and go right to Gulag, let me just give you a warning. Like, it don't. is. Um, <laughs> Here's a warning. I don't, I don't, don't go I don't think, I mean, <laughs> It is a troubling sound. I was doing, and when you sent that to me, I was doing the most domestic of all things. Like, I was folding laundry. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> Listen to this. Yeah. yeah. I, and most people only last about five minutes. I think I made it, I think I made it like between five to ten. I was yeah. like, I, I, I ended up like fast forwarding. I was like, okay, maybe I can, because there's something, I don't like it, but there's something, like you say, kind of, you know, like a spectacle to hear that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, well, is there any more? After this, but then it just kept it kept sounding like chains rattling and people screaming. And that's, that's crazy, and not screaming like because they're screaming like a, a metal band would do. Yeah. It's like painful. Yeah. Sort of um, change topic a little bit and get back to something that I think we've skipped over the past few weeks. I was supposed to tell everybody about what I thought about Red Virginia's. <laughs> and I don't think I have. Right to the cut. <laughs> so uh, I'll just let y'all know. I really couldn't. I could tell a difference between Bright Virginias, but I couldn't tell what it was. Maybe more figgy. I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna have to smoke a lot more of it. Uh, I know people say there are differences between Virginias. Some more of a grass. Some you know hay. Uh, then there's a lot of sweetie. Uh, you know ooh, you know that. I yeah, know. I mean I think that there's like an apricot raisin, uh, a darker sweetness to red. And okay. bright does have a citrusy, grassier note to it. See, I didn't pick up on that citrusy, grassy on the brights, but maybe if I go back now, I might. Um, um, but no, yeah. Um, Virginia's can be kind of troubling because they'll burn your tongue. Um, yeah. Without mercy. So, hey, I mean, I, lo- I like Virginia's in a blend. Uh, smoking a straight Virginia, it's always in a meerschaum. It's always... Like, my tongue is completely healed from an excessive amount of smoking, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Or maybe a P-lip. Yeah, P-lip. But, but that's probably going to burn. What I've noticed with my P-lip, it, it, I don't get tongue burn, but the roof of my mouth, you know, starts to feel it more so than any, mm-hmm. than when I smoke the, the fishtails. So. Mm. so, it's like, do you want tongue burn or do you want the roof of your mouth? <laughs> but usually the roof of the mouth doesn't last as long. Mm-hmm. So. Usually, like, I'm not a pipe smoker. Like all the time. You're pipe smoking now, though. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, I used to pipe smoke when I first moved to college. 
Mm-hmm. Got a button on. If you guys want to know more about corn cobs and other materials made for pipe smoking, then listen to last episode, number five, and I break down all material for you. Yeah, and if also, <laughs> if you've listened to last week's episode, or the last episode, you can understand why we brought Dan in here, because we have to have an intervention, <laughs> uh, a music intervention with Zach. <clears throat> yeah, Welcome. I think there was a couple of comments about... Uh, People suggesting that maybe Nirvana wasn't uh, the influencer or the creator of Nickelback, that it was actually Pearl Jam. Which I take more offense with, because I like Pearl Jam a lot more than I like Nirvana. It's not about liking, it's about the sound. But <sighs> Grunge gave birth to that movie. I mean, yeah. But then it, it, in general gave birth yeah, to it. Yeah, that's more what I'm to saying. To me, what popularized Grunge, which means the father of Grunge, is Nirvana. Yeah. I mean, you always... I'll say that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, like them. You always associate the father of a genre... As you know, oh, John, you know, you can throw some Alice in China in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the um, whole like post hair metal 90s, the whole grunge movement, that's all what brought you Nickelback and one of the my biggest influencers. <laughs> influencers. Um, I talked about it on our first episode, what got me into like metal and rock and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two things, I'm gonna say it again White Snake's greatest hits. And Creed's human clay. Man, I'm not ashamed of it. I mean, uh, Creed and Nickelback are very similar to me because it's more nostalgia-based. But I still like them, you know? I still like listening to Creed. I don't remember. I was singing a Creed song this morning. Yes. And and just to be funny, you know? I was on the couch. My wife woke up. She came out. I was singing the song or whatever. I got ready for work. I walked out. And then I heard her singing it. And she goes, damn it! (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's funny. That happened, and then I sent you that Snapchat. Yeah, on my way, on my way to uh, over here, Patrick sent me a Snapchat of a, a Creed song. Like, <laughs> as I was driving here, I, I, think, was, it, I think it was an ode to, to the first episode of DIY. Maybe you know. <laughs> so, if you guys didn't know, um, Dan also has a nice little podcast going on called DIY Metal Guys. I know we mentioned it earlier, but mm-hmm. um, we're going to try to get Dan in here and have kind of a nice little music segment occasionally as our music guy because. Dan still has an interest in pipes. He didn't know it had been buried deep, deep, deep in his college mm-hmm. years, but we're going to drag it back out of him. Yeah. And then it'll give us an opportunity to talk a little bit more about music and have some other uh, some uh, other things that I'm interested in, uh, which is uh, sharing the hobby of pipe smoking. Yeah. And our, our, uh, our podcast, we just got started. We've only got one episode. We're recording our second one uh, this weekend, this coming week. Um, but we're just kind of rambling about things we're listening to mostly metal music it's a friend of mine ryan and uh we just talked a little bit last last episode about controversy and metal music and uh, things we're listening to and we're just kind of using it as a, as a output for us to just discuss those type things and whatever comes to mind so now is this a uh, regional like music wise yeah i mean you're going to cover some bands in the southeast or anything yeah. like that <clears throat> Our plan is to eventually get more involved, like local, like, you know, with local music, and because we still got, I still got a bunch of local shows. I mean, I might be the oldest guy there, but <laughs> there was always, like, when I was young, there was always that one, that one guy, older metal guy that everyone's like, yeah, it's Dave. <laughs> Dave knows everything, every band. He's been here since the beginning of time. Like Dave's just drifting through this infinite metal universe. And it's always the guy with a, a bald head, the ponytail. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
<laughs> for sure. You replace the ponytail with a beard. <laughs> I have an upside down head. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was always mm-hmm. that one guy. It seemed like he always was named Dave too. It makes sense. So one of the last, I'm gonna talk about this. One of the last local shows I went to, we went to see this band that had just got signed from Huntsville, and uh, they were playing this like little storage building show, and there's a bunch of bands played all day. It was in Decatur, Alabama, and uh, so we go, and there's this uh, older band that's been around for a long time, uh, a local band, and uh, one of their one of their guys was out there listening to the headliner, and I don't know if. I don't know if this guy was tweaking or what was going on because he was standing in the middle of this pit and he's probably 50 years old, got this long hair and was just, dude. He was going to town? No. He was just standing there in the middle oh. of everything and like he kept like rubbing his nose and stuff. Oh, Lord. Oh, that's the best. That's how you know you're at a good show. <laughs> well, I knew it was a good show and I pulled up to a storage building. <laughs> oh. I'm from the, listen, I'm from the, Dave Matthews style experiences. I, you know it's a good show when you just show up and you smell weed. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, my that first happens a lot too. Yeah. Last show I went to only smelled one one joint though. You only smoked one joint. No, I only smelled oh. one. Usually, you know, you smell them like, as soon as the <laughs> lights go out. You like you'll just see like little lights and yeah, like, you'll smell it and like oh yeah, there it is. Mm. Yeah, see, this last one was only one. <laughs> One uh, one time I smelt it. See, this is the first time in well, in I think it's May. I'll be going to another Dave Matthews Band concert. Is that the one in Tuscaloosa? This is it Tuscaloosa or is it? This one will be in Nashville, the Bridgestone. Oh, okay. So it's the first time I've ever I'm ever going to see him inside of a place. Yeah. So I don't know if that's going to be even a thing. Is it, Bridgestone's I mean, a good venue though. Okay. It's a good arena. I've I'll seen s- him three or them three times, and they've all been amphitheaters. I saw uh, that's where I saw Avenged Sevenfold was the Bridgestone. My first band I ever saw was Baja Man. That was the first concert you ever went to? Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah. My first. So like the Who Let the Dogs Out? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those Baja Men. <laughs> as opposed to the guys who let other animals out. Yeah. <laughs> I thought for sure, like, for some reason I thought for sure he meant the Bajas, like that post-punk band. I was like, he could not have said Baja Men. Yeah, I did. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a good, uh, that's a good little uh, subject for our, one of our shows. Bomb for, no, the first concert. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely have a... When you, what was, what's yeah. the first one you remember? I don't want to spoil it for everybody, but I'll spoil it for everybody. Go ahead. What was your first show? Actually? My first show? Your first uh, concert. First concert? Show, whatever. Uh, Memphis. Uh, I was at the Ryman. Is that right? No, that's in that's Nashville. That's in Nashville. What's the uh, Memphis venue? It's a big one. Anyway, I was in Memphis, Wait. and I saw Tom Waits on oh, his... Really? Uh, oh, really? On his uh, Orphans tour. That was your first concert? First concert ever. Yeah. Were you like, did you drive there yourself? or did you? Uh, me and a buddy named Brett Martin got tickets uh, and, and rode up there, split a hotel room, went and watched it. I was like 18. Oh, okay. And then uh-huh. uh, we went and watched the whole show and then came back, thought it was great. And then, uh, and then I haven't been to a lot of concerts because I think the second concert I went to was Tom Waits in Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm very, I mean, like, I've gone to a ton of shows. I don't know if you consider those concerts. I mean, I've seen a ton of bands. Well, I just mean, like, musical, like, your first performance you ever yeah. went to. Oh, the so first performance I ever like, went to? Not, was, like, the, like, the, what, like, like a, like a high not, school band thing? No, no, just, like, the first band you ever went to see. 
Yeah, I mean, it would be Tom Waits. It would be like, I mean, technically, the first concert I ever went to was Tom Waits. The first show I ever went to was like at the like a local show, like a like yeah, at the music hall in Sheffield. Yeah, and like, uh, and then uh, it was like one of those. I don't know, it, like one of those emo screamo bands, like As I Lay Dying in the Fog, like wait, 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 wait. <laughs> or whatever crap. I don't know, like one of those bands. <laughs> what? It, like you know, they had like one of those like really melodramatic like titles. You know, when you're like, yeah. you're like, what is this band called? And they're just like, Blood of My Mother reigns supreme. And I was like, that's a little much. <laughs> or whatever. My favorite, <laughs> my favorite, are the ones you can't read. Like it just looks like tree roots. <laughs> The band light logo. Yeah. <laughs> Cradle of Filth. Uh, yeah, they, they kind of like that. Yeah. Sulfur Aeon, they kind of, they have a, uh, it's kind of hard to read and they have some upside down crosses in there, so. That's nice. I don't know what that has to do with Lovecraft, but. I don't either, because they don't really go that route, do they, ever? In Lovecraft? Lovecraftian is just like. It's just horror, I mean, like, right? It's kind of a horror image. It's so like, outside of it's that, It's just though. like, there's no, you know, <clears throat> the universe, like what Lovecraftian or Weird fiction or, um, you know, that kind of like, you know, horror is, is just like, it's the fear of the unknown. It's the yeah, thing yeah. that can't be, it's cosmic. It, also, it can't but be also too, in words. You can also like point towards it just being metal, you yeah. know, that's yeah. kind of an image thing for a lot of bands. I mean, Ghost does it. Yeah, Ghost. Ghost. Does it yeah. Which you mean, but that's, that's a big part of their... Their, their image is their like, on stage presence and yeah, their image. And to me it's very and I don't think it's as much satanic as it is theatrical yeah. because like to me they're they're no different than Alice Cooper was or is. yeah they, they just I, I think their theme is more it's almost like their theme is just more centered on like the papacy and things like that sure. um, it's like they it, I think they described it as like going to a service you know when you go to see them yeah like, a mass yeah, it's a mass, mass. It's, it's a mass it's, yeah it's like a black mass I have to say I went to a uh a uh, mass that was more like old school, like it's all Latin. Yeah. And at, and I and I've seen videos of ghosts, and I'm not gonna lie, I got a little uncomfortable, big, big like because like the guy came in swinging incense and they're speaking in Latin. I'm just like I just see ghosts in my head. I'm like ah. Well, it's, yeah, it's probably because like <laughs> you get all that like Latin and that kind of imagery and stuff in horror yeah. movies and yeah, just in general time of like cat old. Catholic Church and stuff yeah. like that. Now, granted, I, I mean, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. It was fine. Uh, I mean, it, I mean, fine. It's just I got a little uncomfortable because because I seen the ghost stuff yeah. and I'm just like, you're talking about. You oh, okay. to, Sorry, like I was like, well, are we talking about ghosts or are we talking about a Catholic mass? I, 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 well, I said I went to a Catholic mass. <laughs> it reminded him of be, it. because it was like a it was it was an older old more old school um, traditional like, like I think they call it what Vatican II or whatever it's called. I don't know. It's, it's, too. It's, electric boogaloo. The electric boogaloo. <laughs> it, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's like how it was in the 60s or yeah. 70s before they switched it up or something. Uh, talking about you went to Sheffield to see you know, those shows where yeah. we... So Zach and Patrick are both from like a county over from where I grew up. Which we know is an awesome place, as we learned last week. <laughs> Did I talk about it last week? You talked about everything last week. Hey, <laughs> it was the city bashing episode. Wow! <clears throat> Except for when Chicago, I, uh, you gave love to Chicago. Hey, I like Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> when I was like in high school, we used to drive over to Florence to the uh, rave theater and mm. go to shows there. I don't know if y'all remember that place. Yeah, I do. They had like a shotgun style room with a mm-hmm. stage, and they had all the old yeah. arcade games. So you'd go in there and jump in a mosh pit, then go play some Pac Man. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. 
I saw a show. That wasn't my first. My back to the what we were talking about a minute ago. What my, was your first show? First? My, let's, my, let's let Patrick say. And then because well, he, he says the Baja. Yeah, it was Baja oh, it's the Baja. It really yeah, was. Right. Well, that's it, the first it, show it I remember. Actually, was the Baja. That's, that's the first one I remember. I did <clears> go see Leonard Skinner at the Music Hall of Fame, maybe five years later, but in Tuscumbia. Yeah, at the Alabama. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I remember. Somebody told me once, they're like, yeah, we went over to Alabama Music Hall of Fame, but we didn't see Leonard Skinner's like, plaque over there. I was like, well, maybe it's because they're from Tallahassee. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Now, Florida. Now, Black Tide opened for them. And that was, I really like Black that. Tide did? Yeah. I saw Black Tide open uh, when they first got like mm-hmm. out there. They opened for uh, Trivium. I saw them in Nashville really? in 2007. I really liked Black Tide. They're pretty good. Because they came out to the Alabama 3 uh, song, Woke Up This Morning, the, mm-hmm. the theme song to Sopranos. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I was pumped. I was ready. <laughs> they were like super young dudes, too. <clears throat> when I saw them, it was, I think it's 2007 when I saw them. And I want to say their lead singer was like 15 at the time. And they were, so they were going to mm-hmm. play OzFest. And I, this may not be true, but for some reason, I remember this coming up that they were going to play the second stage at Ozfest, like on the Jaeger stage, but they maybe they couldn't because of yeah. age policy or something. That might not be true, but I remember them getting bumped over to main stage hmm. when they yeah. first started. Uh, but my first concert was Kid Rock. <clears throat> oh, really? Yeah, it's kind of you know. I mean, I if, not everybody knows that. Well, I was gonna say, <laughs> I guess they do if they listen to my last podcast. Yeah. Like, uh, did we talk about the last podcast? Maybe we did talk about that. What you got? You you seen Kid Rock? Yeah, maybe not. I don't remember. I'll say around the time you would have saw Kid Rock was when he was good. So. Yeah, I mean that was back in the ball with the ball days. <clears throat> yeah. They, and funny enough, Puddle of Mud opened for him. Oh man, that was my first. I was 15 years old. I mean that, that's like a guilty pleasure for me. I like Puddle of Mud. It's funny because uh, <clears throat> that's very post grunge too. <laughs> man, I, oh. uh, Puddle of Mud. Yeah, I've seen them a couple times. They're they're uh, they're. they're Puddle of Mud, the band, their lead singer is such like an ass that they walked off stage. <laughs> while really? he was playing, like I think it was overseas, like England or Scotland or something. They did that a little bar. Yeah, I saw them. <clears throat> I saw them open for Kid Rock. It was like I said, I was fifteen. Mm-hmm. My cousin had an extra ticket, and he's like, "You want to go?" I said, "Yeah, sure." And so we went and saw him. And Kid Rock had pole dancers on stage, and it was pretty awesome. What year, what was this? Ninety what? <laughs> it was no, it was uh when was that? It was two thousand. It would have been two thousand four, two thousand five. Don't you miss those days? <laughs> Sorry. Speaking of like bands with mud in the title, I was on the internet the other day and some article popped up that said, "Whatever happened to Mudvayne?" And I was like, "No one's asking that question." <laughs> well, <laughs> their lead singer is the uh, lead singer of um, Hell Yeah. Oh. So he's at least still doing some things. That's good. I don't care about Mudvayne. <laughs> they were good in there. Didn't you like Mudvayne? No, I don't think I ever listened to Mudvayne. Okay, maybe that. No, that was somebody at work telling me they liked Mudvayne. Is Mudvayne in the same like genre with like Slayer, Metallica? I would say they're more like. I thought they came out of that Manson craze. They they were kind of like a new metal. Yeah. Oh, okay, type. okay, okay. Not, not, probably so much, not so much like corn new metal, but oh. that same. Okay, I probably have never. I've heard of them, but I've never listened to them. They I don't some, think. That's some good. That's some bops back. I in the like day. System of a Down. In that in that same realm, yeah, they're a little bit yeah, after System corn. Kind of like new, new metal too. I like System of a Down. There, people are like begging them to write a new album. Really? They they love so people love System of a Down for some reason. I've never been a huge System of a Down fan. Not for real. <laughs> it's just funny. Like, what? What's funny? Just like. 
People love them for some reason. <laughs> they do. No, they're, they're, they're good. It always shocks me when someone, like, I remember the first time, and I'm, going, I'm harkening back to the last episode a little bit, but I remember I was working with a girl, and uh, we were talking or whatever, and I was like, so, like, you know, you just talk, because you pass the time right. when there's something, nothing to do, and I was yeah. like, so, like, uh, what kind of music do you like listening to? You like whatever? You know, what do you like? And uh, this is the, I've had two people bamboozle me with this question because this is kind of my go-to like usually it's books film and then eventually i hit music but uh she was like nickelback and i laughed (laughs) and then i was like oh you're serious (laughs) like i was like that's i've never heard anyone say that to me before i guess uh the circles i run in don't really think highly of them (laughs) i was like you're you're serious and she goes yes i love them i've been to see them twice in concert i was like wow Who was it that bamboozled you? Uh, you and I were on a work trip together in Texas, and there you asked him the same thing. Yeah, so the second one, it, I'm not going to name her name, but like, uh, I asked her, I said, like, "What kind of music do you listen to?" She's like, "I like old music." Yeah, and I go, "Oh yeah, cool." Like, cause, you know, when you hear something like that, she's not, well, you she's not old. too far off from my age. She's like, she's yeah, like. She's like, 29 or something like that. Probably, I think she's probably younger. I'll say she's probably like nine. Nice. Within five years is, yeah, okay, is, I'll is within range. That's, I mean, like, is, if I could have... Four to five years means I it's could... It's not that... Yeah, I mean... Not that could, much time in the... You could date now that person yeah. and it not be weird. That's right. You know, it might be weird in high school if I'm a senior and she's yeah. like an eighth grader or something. But, like, ninth grade is pretty much free game. I remember seniors poaching freshmen. But, like, that's not the point. The point is, is that, like... <laughs> <laughs> um, she's not too young. She's no, she 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 is within within well, the range. guy. Like so, I oh, thought when I was thinking old music, I was thinking like eighties, seventies, like things that my yeah, parents thinking, would have listened yeah. to. Yeah, the Eagles or sixties. I mean, CCR, like unless yeah. we're getting real old, we're talking like fifties or something like that. Elvis, and, you know. But yeah, like, like, you know, I was thinking like seventies, eighties, and she said, uh, "Oh." Lou Bega. Yeah, she said, <laughs> she goes, yeah, old bet, Lou Bega. And I was like, Lou Bega? The one, two, three, four, five guy? Yeah, Mambo number five? <laughs> what? I was like, what? I haven't even, I said, I haven't heard of, I haven't seen, no one has said Mambo number five since Mambo number five was on the radio. That's right. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Mambo number five? Like, well, hang on. He has, <laughs> he has enough, like, material in his discography to have fans? Like, yeah. past... That dude has one Mama single. It's just like, oh, Sandra, Melina, Melina, and then, Melina. <laughs> all it is is commercial background music now. Yeah, it really it. is. Cool. It's like a cell phone. Yeah, yeah, some Boost Mobile commercial. I was like Nextel. Oh, oh. Is Nextel still a thing? No, <laughs> I think they they got swallowed up by Sprint, who is being swallowed up by T-Mobile, or maybe whatever. Yeah, didn't they steal the Verizon guy? Yeah, Sprint. Yeah, <laughs> they stole it, dude. I'm just like, dude, nobody believes you. <laughs> nobody believes it's Sprint. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, come on, Lou Vega, though. Lou Vega. Like, that, that's the that's that's second time I've been at where you're just like, movie. what in the world? Like, I mean, no man, one's talking about Lou Vega. But here's the thing. Like, it's okay. And that's not old. Like, 2000s? Like, that's that made me next, feel old. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting there. But, like, if you like Lou Vega, cool, right? Yeah. No problem with that. But if somebody asks you, no, like, no. what kind of music? There's it's, still a problem. There's still a problem there. <laughs> Sorry. Guys, if you like Let's Lou Vega... You need to look in the mirror well, for a second. But I'm not going to judge you if you have Mambo Number no. Five stored in the playlist somewhere. Like, no, if it comes, that's what I'm saying. Like it's like okay, I like Lou Bega, but what I'm saying is, is if 
someone asks you that question, like, what do you, like, what's your, like, kind of music do you listen to? And the first thing that you pop off is Lou Bega? Huh? <laughs> well, if you pop off Lou number five, you're like, a one-hit wonder? Like, what's the rest of, what other song did like, I hear of his? Like, nobody, yeah. nobody says, hey, what kind of music do you like? It's like, oh, you know, like 80s. Oh, okay, so, like, who's your favorite group? Rick Astley. <laughs> you know, I was like, no, you like that song. <laughs> yeah, but you can't say. But the next thing is, that's not old music. Yeah, it's but not what's old music. crazy though is if you listen to like, classic, it will be in ten years. Though. But if you listen to classic rock radio now, like I grew up, of course I've been listening to like rock metal stuff since I was young. You know, I just yeah. got into it, gradually got into it, and like they're playing stuff like corn, like not maybe on a classic rock station, but. What's considered old now, like corn, like Disturbed. Yeah, I saw Disturbed a few years ago, and this—I um, told like my niece or something we were going to see, and she's like, "Oh, that's old music." I'm like, "What? No, no, it can't be old music." <laughs> but then you think about it, and and their yeah. like, when their first album came out, like 2000, 2001. Yeah, hmm. that's isn't there right a, twenty years ago? Isn't there a serious channel called Turbo or something? Yeah, and it's where like that two thousand yeah, era sits. I, I actually like that station pretty. I like when I had when I had Sirius, I, they had just came out with that, sta- yeah. that station. I listened to it a little bit. I was always like a liquid metal guy, though. And oh yeah, Cedar, Cedar, good band. Oh, that would be. Awesome. It's a little bit later, isn't it? Yeah, Cedar is early two thousands. Was it? They're very, very post grunge too. And they're, yeah. If you like Nirvana, you probably like Cedar. I, well, I okay. Because Cedar did a Cedar did a uh, acoustic album similar to how Nirvana did theirs, which theirs was MTV's Unplugged. But yeah. Kind of in the same gesture. I would say I'd listen to Seether over Nirvana, but I see what you're saying. I used to love Seether. Um, but, no, yeah, I mean, yeah, Seether's good. I haven't listened to them much lately, though. Uh, they came to Tuscaloosa, like, last yeah. fall. <clears throat> uh, what about, uh, what's your, what's your take on uh, Shinedown? Man, so, cause I mean, they had a couple songs I liked. So back in the day, like I used to really like Shine Down. Yeah. And then uh, they kind of like I don't have a problem with radio rock, but they're just so now to me they're so generic mm. radio rock. Yeah. I went. I actually saw them. They came to Huntsville back last fall. Oh. <clears throat> and we bought tickets because. Um, the opener was uh, asking Alexandria, and we wanted to go see them. My wife really likes them, so yeah. we were going to go see them. And, and Shine Down played next, and Godsmack headline. Mm, I like and, to see Godsmack. And they actually put on a really good show. God, seen them twice. But uh, Shine Down, man, they just—they're so uh, just—they're rock for the masses. It's, it's just fine, but I just—it it doesn't. They're sort of like me. not pop rock in the in the in, in, in like what the way you think of it, but it's. It's popular rock. The most controversial band, probably at least now, that's what you would call pop rock or like mm-hmm. even alternative or something, would be, and who's done it the best, mm-hmm. in my opinion, would be Bring Me the Horizon. Mm. Mm. But they, I mean, they, they kick some good stuff. They do, but they went from being like a deathcore band yeah. to a metalcore band to like a pop rock band. Yeah. Cause they have a little, don't they use a little electronic? Oh yeah, for sure. We got a bunch of keyboards and, which, and stuff like that. Which I mean, that, that's a topic. That's a, a bigger topic. But it's like, can you do you fault bands that stay the same or that evolve? Like, we, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we'll we'll touch on this at some point, like on yeah. our on our show too. But it, it, you, 
you get people that complain about a band that makes the same record over and over and over again, mm-hmm. and you get people that complain that they're, they they when they they change like, oh my god, this is so much worse than your last album. Yeah, because I mean, like you guys were better ten years ago. I know I'm bringing, but, yeah, but they weren't a number one band ten years ago either. No, yeah, I mean, and sometimes you can't help it. Sometimes the label forces you. Yeah. With some, with, with, like with when some, you're up and coming. Yeah, sometimes. This, it, I don't think it was like that for Bring Me Yeah, Iron. probably not. Because they've, they've literally, every album, they've changed. And, like, to what? something different. Like, mm. so I sort of think back to, like, so I know I'm saying them again, but, like, Dave Matthews, man. I mean, they, they've changed, but, you know, it's not a lot. Like, it's, they've stayed the same, well, but it's not boring, I guess. But you, see, it's like Aerosmith to me. Aerosmith's one of my all-time favorite rock bands. Mm-hmm. Just love them. But they they were one of the, they're one of the few bands that have um, that have successfully like maintained. I yeah. think. Yeah. Because they went from being you know like a typical seventies what we would call classic rock band now, mm-hmm. and they still have that they still maintain that same sound, but it's not exactly the same. Like they to me they're like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They've just kind of yeah. transcended time. You know, they're still they're still the Chili Peppers, but they don't sound like Chili Peppers in the early eighties. Yeah, now yeah, Chili Peppers, they put on a good show. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you can't just laugh and not explain what you're laughing at. <laughs> the, the millennial up here is Snapchatting people. I'm sorry. What's Dan that? is like waggling his feet like like a child in a chair, and Dan is like six foot four, so he's got him like extended out, and he's pedaling like he's on a bicycle. And I know, like, I noticed that like he's talking about bands. I'm sitting here and I'm staring at his feet. And I'm like, what is he doing, man? And I I don't have a lot of dog in these races with bands. <laughs> but I'm mesmerized by him kicking look like he's paddling down the river or something. Okay. Golly, man, that made me laugh so hard. Oh. Probably even funnier is like hearing somebody talk about death metal music wearing clown socks. <laughs> <laughs> clown socks and uh, what I'll call them hipster boots. Yeah, sure. Because I got a pair like that. They're just more like they're more suede than they are smooth. These are so comfortable. Zach actually convinced me to buy these. Mm-hmm. Are they fry? Of course they are. <laughs> hey, look, like, is that is that shirt an Orvis shirt? <laughs> I'm I'm I'm, I'm harkening yes. back to that. <laughs> I'm harkening back to something else. So it's like him saying that to you is me going, are those boots fry? Yeah. Of course they are. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> what are you <laughs> training for a triathlon? Man, I gotta get them steps up, bro. <laughs> Scale back Alabama. I gotta get them. Yeah, man. You know I'm trying to. You know I'm trying to trying to uh, lose those pounds. Gotta get those mm-hmm. steps up. Mm-hmm. I don't think it does it if you're doing it in place, though. No, I don't think that helps. I don't know why I'm doing that? Always people always uh, get on to me because I, I, I it's like I can't sit still sometimes. So if I'm sitting at a table, like I'm usually like mm-hmm. rocking my leg or. Yeah, you know, pounding my foot or something. If I'm on the phone, I have to walk around. You saw me earlier. When oh, I yeah. first got here, I got a phone call, and I like I, I probably got most of my steps in when I got here. Yeah. Because of... Zach will call me, and I'll just be up walking around, and my girlfriend yeah. will be like, "Would you sit down? You're making me nervous." No, nah, man. Are you making me anxious? I go like whatever. I gotta put. I gotta tie my shoes on when I get on the phone mm-hmm. because I'm going for a walk, mm-hmm. or I got places to be. 
I just go outside. Okay. Whatever I got to smoke. Well, see, I'll, I'll go outside too, but I'll, I'll even go outside and just walk. I'm about to say, I'll walk a mile, but in place. I mean, <laughs> like it's, it's in like this. Yeah. When I, uh, Wearing out the carpet. When I used to live in, in uh, my apartment complex in Florence. Like, if I got on the phone, sometimes I'd walk outside and I'd just go down the road yeah. and come, come back. Okay. I'm tired of walking to this 600 square foot apartment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. <clears throat> I'll tell you what, plum pudding is good to come back to every now and again. I still that's a strong tobacco though. That's like plum, it gets on top of you so quick. Just it's so much. There's so much into it. Mm-hmm. This is good right here. Yeah, mm. I like this a lot. That I'm telling you, man, the aftertaste on this on the red wrappery, mm-hmm. it's pretty good. Are there any uh? So, man, like, you guys are smoking, like, what, a bunch of English-style? Well, yeah, I mean, well, well, we smoke a lot of non-aromatic. So. What, uh, are there any, like, major U.S. producers still? Yeah. Cornell oh, and yeah. Dill. Cornell and Dill. Uh, GLP. Almost said McClellan. That's uh, sad. Yeah. Uh, this is Seattle Pipe Club. That's what I'm putting in. Is it? Okay. Well, doesn't the, this the, the local uh, shop, don't they do some local blends, mm-hmm. too? Yeah. And oh, any yeah. brick and mortar will blend their own thing. Boswell's has a good selection. Mm-hmm. Uh, Standard Tobacco Company in Pennsylvania. Don't, no. yeah. don't quote me on that. That might be the Pennsylvania Tobacco Company. Either way, it's whoever owns Pipes and Cigars. They have yeah. a lot of good blends. Now, uh, Boswell is known really big for their, their aromatic stuff. Mm-hmm. That's like, like when you search like the top reviewed aromatics on tobacco reviews, is like half of that is, is uh, Boswell. Speaking of that, thank you to everybody that has participated in the Tobracotology so far. We're going to keep it up for a while longer, uh, trying to get some more, um, trying to get some more views in or more votes, and uh, you know then we'll be able to do some real you know playoff bracket kind of stuff between different blends. Right. Like like oh go ahead. Oh, I just agreeing with you. Oh okay. Uh, like you know, like we said, this year it's vapors and Englishes. You know, next year we'll we'll expand it to a little bit more. We're trying to like hit that March Madness kind of because uh, mm-hmm. everyone's already going to be thinking in terms of brackets. So mm-hmm. like, might as well just go ahead and clip that idea into tobacco. Yeah. And, and um, uh, this oh uh, March, uh, it is March Madness. Isn't it, it is. Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, one of the things we're going to be doing uh, this month that I had mentioned kind of in passing is that we're going to try to bring in more pipe smokers or cigar smokers who have an interest in basketball and get their opinion on what's going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not the biggest sports guy in the world, but I thought it would be interesting to mix it up a little bit. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I follow sports, but I usually don't follow. Usually why I don't do good in the brackets, because I don't follow basketball up to the playoffs. I only follow it once it reaches the playoffs. So I don't know how good these teams are. <laughs> there might be some good guests in the making, though. Yeah, oh, definitely. Hey, but... I mean, most people that do March Madness brackets anyway, they like the ones, that, the ones that know what they're talking about. Yeah. I mean, the people get upset all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot, a lot of people just pick based on, like, what mascot would beat the other mascot. And sometimes, heck, they, you know, they win. Like, they get far into it or pick what color do they like better oh, between the two teams. So, I yeah. Like, I, it just sounds like I knew today was... Like we're in March now, but mm-hmm. it just now hit me that hey, you knew it was March because my mustache, right? That's right. Mustache March, but it's crazy that it's March. Mm-hmm. But uh, <sighs> one thing that 
I hate to tell everybody that Elizabethan is getting a lot of votes, and we're going to do our best to get it, get well, some. <laughs> but I mean, there are some alternatives to Elizabethan. Yeah. Uh, they came out with that new. There's a new. There's some new blends on the block that are Dunhill and Mimickers, and yeah. I know that Pipes and Cigars have a Elizabethan alternative. So we're going to try to utilize some of those. Doesn't Sutliff have an Elizabethan it's, match? I think so. So we're going to try to use some of that and try to get. Yeah. Uh, get on the same page with everyone in, in terms of like actually yeah. reviewing them i don't want to ask for someone to send us a sample no, yeah or please. anything like that because that's your personal stock you yeah. know we'll try to like hunt down elizabethan mixture um yeah. on our own but um, yeah and again the purpose of this really is to be able to say hey you know i may have never had elizabethan but i can try something that's similar mm-hmm. or, or that tries to be similar and you know, or maybe something that is similar to it that is more easy to find mm-hmm. too as well, you know. So, you know, there's a lot of good that can come out of this bracketology. Yeah, I think so. I think it's gonna give <clears throat> give a, a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a um, more information in the consumer hands by being able to say, Hey, you know, like I like this, it's gone away, or, you know, this is something I like, it is also akin to this. I mean, as far as vapors are concerned, I really love a Scudo a lot. As a matter of fact, I think I prefer it to uh, the Lux Navy Rolls, which is a Dunhill blend. I think a Scudo is superior. But um, but only because... Because you, you said they're almost the same. They're almost the same, but I mean, like... It's I the, think the I price think and the vapor get it. The price and everything, I think it takes the edge, takes the lead on it. So... Um, so yeah, so, you know, keep, uh, keep, uh, participating with us. It, it really helps us out. We'll, we'll just keep making, um, making some episodes as yeah, long as you like them. Yeah, of course. But, uh, I think I'm down at the bottom of my bowl. Yep. I'm at the bottom of mine. Dan, you about closing out on yours? Yeah, I'm down there. So. All right, guys. Well, thank y'all for listening in. We hope to see you next week on the next episode of podcast. And if you, uh. Like metal music, yeah. follow DIY Metal Guys on uh, any major podcast platform and on Instagram. Yeah. We're only one episode in, but we could uh, use some follows and some yeah. shout outs. Thanks for letting me come hang out hey, today. Everybody start somewhere. So. Yeah, man. It sounds good. We'll give yeah. you a shout out on the Instagram. So you guys yeah. follow uh, DIY Metal Guys yeah. for your uh, local metal taste. So, catch y'all next time. This has been a Pipecast production, and we hope to see you at the next Full Bowl.